Welcome to Uxbridge Beat, the podcast that features the who's who of Uxbridge, Ontario. My name is Scott Campbell, and today we're breaking our own self-imposed rules and talking with each other. I chat with my co-host and wife, Jennifer Nevue Campbell, about her last show with the girls' choir she founded over 20 years ago, Bellanove. Their final performance is June 4th, 2023, and it didn't seem right to me to have a podcast highlighting our community's major influencers and then not give some time to a woman who has been responsible for encouraging so many young ladies to pursue their passion for singing. Not only has Bellanova entertained our town, but many of the alumni have gone on to become successful solo performers and teachers themselves. Join us as we talk about Bellanova and what also lies ahead for Jennifer and the Uxbridge Choral community, thanks to the musical beat that's in her heart. Okay, so when we originally started this podcast, you and I had decided that we weren't going to push us. Uh, There are a lot of podcasts out there, and we basically said we didn't want to do the host chat podcast. We wanted to interview other people, and we wanted to find out about people in the community and get to know them and try to introduce them to other people who may have just moved here or even people that were locals that maybe weren't aware of other people. Like we've done interviews with Andy Malcolm and a lot of people came back and said they didn't even know there was a Foley studio in town or they knew of the fact that Tin Restaurant or Rutledge Jewelers was in town or Passionate Cook, but they hadn't actually interacted with the owners. So I think we've accomplished what we set out to do with this podcast, but at the same time, we can't, I don't think anyway, let it go that you have an event going on June 4th. This is Bella Nove's last concert, your girls choir, and tickets are almost gone. You've got what, 25 left? Yeah, I think 25 or 30 tickets remain at this point. That's about it. So this isn't about, to me anyway, promoting the concert. This is about talking, I think, talking about something that has made an impact in the community for about 20 years. So maybe we go back a little bit. Tell us what made you decide to do an all-girls choir. Sure. So there was another fabulous voice teacher in Newmarket who had started an ensemble based on her students that she had currently studying with her. And I heard them. I thought they were absolutely excellent. And knowing who I had in my studio at that time, I thought I could do that. And so it just started from there. I think the very first year we sang one song. I'm pretty sure it was Eyes the Bye. We sang it at the Sunderland Music Festival. And then it just grew from there. So Bellanova translates to Beautiful Nine. I didn't come up with the name. A couple of girls in the original ensemble did. And Bellanova was originally thought of to be a triple trio. What that means is that there are three first sopranos, three second sopranos, and three altos. So it's a small ensemble that each of the singers has to be extremely responsible for their own voice part. So it's not a big choir where anybody can just kind of hide. These were what we always called the rep team of singing. They had to be invited to join the ensemble, and they were all high school girls. And I think over the last 20 years, I've seen... I'm going to say between 60 and 70 girls and young women come through the ranks. And so where you and I talked about this, going back again to the conversation of, should we do an episode about Bellanova? And you had said, well, we can't sell any tickets anymore. They're almost sold out. And so why would we do this? And so I said, well, you've got a legacy here. There's something that is worth talking about. So I'm going to ask you some questions and just see if you can sort of prove my point. So tell us about some of the members that have been in Bellanova. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every one of my favorite things to say about 
the women in Bellanove is that not only are each of them fabulous singers, but more importantly, they're all amazing human beings who I get to spend a couple of hours with each week. And so the fact that many of them have gone on to have extremely successful music careers, I think is secondary to the fact that they're just amazing human beings. But to highlight a few, I think perhaps most geographically notably might be Leah Daniels, who was one of our original members in the very first year, has gone on to have quite an illustrious music career. I have all sorts of students who have now become high school music teachers, elementary music school teachers, university professors now as well, conductors, one who works for the Royal Conservatory of Music in the administration department. So it has been a really neat thing where a lot of these young women have taken their music and gone into all sorts of different avenues and doors that they didn't even know exist. Jade McLeod currently is on a Broadway tour with Jagged Little Pill. I don't know, I could go on and on and on. So many of them are performing and so many of them have just become amazing people who are moms and who are doing other things, but who also enjoy just keeping their singing recreationally. So for those who have got tickets, and maybe for the people that don't have tickets and now they can be disappointed, what can we expect for this final concert? The interesting thing about a girls choir is that the tone and the timbre of the ensemble is different than what you might think of as choral music. When we think of sort of traditional, maybe people know the Messiah. So that's a very big, brashy sound with all of the voices. But with the young women's choir, it's far more pure. The tone is in the pitch is much higher. I've always thought of them just sound like angels. That's what, that's the sound I like from them is when they sound like angels. So for this last concert, I've got lots of angels. We're doing a very eclectic music program, which just spans all sorts of composers and all sorts of genres. So our current girls, which will be the last choir, will be singing lots of their own pieces. And then we also have about 20 alumni coming back to join us who will be joining us for several pieces. So the sound is certainly going to get much bigger. And then we also have a new quartet that we've formed named Acapella. It's our cute little dorky play on words of acapella. And uh, a couple of the members in there are moms of former Bellanove members. And also then our lovely Justine Edgel, who is also an alumni of Bellanove. So there are four of us who sing. So we have a little quartet that's going to be featured as well. Carol Gibson, our amazing pianist, will be playing. And Ed Van Dyke, our amazing percussionist, will be joining us too. Carol Gibson. So how did you find Carol? Because she's like a staple. Like You could go out there with the choir and everybody applauds the choir. But as soon as you mention Carol... The crowd goes nuts. So uh, obviously a big gift to the choir. How'd you meet her? Carol is one of the most amazing musicians I have ever come across in all of my years. She has a very illustrious history as a performer and as a pianist and just such an amazing woman. I came across her by accident through a mutual musician friend who said, have you heard of this lady? And I had never heard about her. And I was at the point looking for a new pianist, a new accompanist for the Expert Youth Choir. And so I approached Carol and this was at a time, oh gosh, I'm going to say maybe almost 15 years ago now, 
where I wasn't playing piano for my own students. I didn't have enough confidence in my own abilities at that point. I do now, but I was hiring a pianist to play for all of my private students. And so I had given Carol a pile of music, probably 30 songs I asked her to play for a festival for me. She took it home. She brought it back the next day and promptly said no. She turned me down. So we didn't work together for about a year. And then she came across my radar again. I asked her again and she came out and she has a different version of that story, but we're going to stick to mine being correct. Um, Well, you're on the mic. (laughs) Because she's not here right now. (laughs) But Carol has, well, okay. As a musician, you can be a reader, meaning that you can get music put in front of you and, you know, you can immediately read it or you can play by ear and Carol can do all of it and she can take a piece and stylize it to a level that nobody else can she's just fantastic I also have to add that she's 88 years old and the technical facility with which she still has at this age is remarkable she outplays so many other pianists I've ever worked with and she's just such a gem and Ed's an addition to the choir now. Yeah, we- <laughs> Beautiful nine. That's what Bella Nove means. And so I guess now, what, what's 10? <laughs> well, we actually have 10 singers this year. It's been sort of like Bella Nove, you know, plus two or minus a few. It's always been a little bit random through the years. But Ed Van Dyke, we found... I'm not even sure how we found him. Probably under a rock or something like that. No, I'm just joking, Ed. I'm still going on with the beautiful beautiful nine plus Ed. (laughs) Ed, I like to call my synergistic musical best friend. This guy can play any percussion instrument that there is to play. He's actually self-taught. And he and I just have this really neat musical connection where I'm pretty sure he can actually read my mind before I even think the thoughts. But he's just fun and he plays all of the percussion that we need to be played, everything from djembe to chimes to something right now called an ocean drum. He has everything available to him and he's just such a great addition to our choir too. He's just not quite as pretty as I'd like him to be. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite pretty. I can't wait until he hears this episode. He's going to sabotage something on me now. (laughs) He's going to come up with his own choir. Beautiful Ed. (laughs) Beautiful nine. And then there's beautiful Ed. So you've got a legacy, obviously. You've got singers that have gone on to bigger and better things. Uh, What about you now? So Bella Nove is done as of June 4th. What happens to Jennifer Nevue Campsell from here? Oh, I am so excited to share that, actually. So, Bellanove, everything has has its season, right? And I'm so lucky and blessed to have worked with these amazing young women. And so many of them are now actually back in Uxbridge as grown-ups. And uh, I think my musical calling right now is to start serving the adult community of music. So as Bellanove draws to a close, a brand new ensemble called Northern Trails Vocal Connection is now being birthed. And as of September, we will be full up and running with rehearsals. This is an, it's going to be an all auditioned soprano, alter, tenor, bass, so SATB choir, all voices choir. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. What's your goals with it? I guess my immediate goal is to create high quality choral music for and the experience both for the singer and the audience, 
but ultimately I'd like this ensemble to be something that maybe we can travel with, maybe we can compete with. I'm not even sure. I'm just really excited to move into an, a new vocal and choral chapter of my life with adult singers. So how is this going to be different from something that's already running? So we've got chamber choir, we've got one voice. Uh, I'm just thinking of all the choirs that are in town now. Why would you start up another choir? Why wouldn't you just join in with one that's already existing? I think our choir is going to offer something to people who perhaps don't feel like they have a place in those other ensembles for whatever reason. This choir will be auditioned, so there is going to be a certain caliber, if only of personal fortitude that it takes to be able to go through the audition process. It's not an, um, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't want to say all welcoming. That's not true. It is going to be all welcoming, but there's going to have to be a certain level of vocal and musical aptitude to be able to sing with us. And because it's going to serve those singers in a way that I feel like there are so many singers right now who musically don't feel like they have a home yet. And I want to give them that home. Why do you think that is? I think because the other ensembles in town have worked really hard and are really good at what they do, serving a community choir purpose for the general singer who maybe doesn't have any musical, maybe not musical, but vocal training, but just loves to sing and wants to sing. And I applaud that. And I think that there will always be a place for those kinds of community choirs. But the type of choir that I want to form is going to be just for lack of a, a better word, perhaps like a semi-professional type of ensemble. So what's your demographic for age? 16 and up. I'm not looking at children, but there's, you know, and up. Basically, it's going to be based on a, on ability at this point and attitude. So for somebody who's listening to this and they are sounding or they're thinking that maybe this is something they want to get into, how would they do that? We have a couple of opportunities coming up on Saturday, June the 17th. We are going to be holding what we call an open rehearsal. This is going to allow singers to come in what I'm calling test drive, both the ensemble and me as a conductor, because don't forget, even though I've conducted hundreds of singers in our community, there are many who have never worked with me before. And perhaps at the end of this rehearsal, they might not want to, I don't know. But it allows them to come and see if this is the kind of ensemble that they would like to audition for. The following week, we will start auditions. And then we're going to do it again in September. I haven't um, solidified dates for that yet. So we'll do an open rehearsal in September, and then we'll do another round of auditions ready to go for the end of September. So how would they reach out to you in order to do that? You can give me a call and I'm happy to publish my number because it's all over my musical signs anyway, 905-852-8048. You can call me, you can text me, they can reach out to me on Facebook Messenger, they can send me an email, Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R dot nevu, N-E, V as in Victor, E-U at yahoo.ca. Or they can stop me in Zares or grab me at Walmart or whatever, stop into my studio ask me questions, come to the open rehearsal. And a point to make is if they can't make these dates in June, the open rehearsal or the auditions, hope is not lost. They can get in touch with me and sort it out for September. Grab you at Walmart? Well, 
Okay, don't cry me a Walmart. Maybe that's a bit weird. <laughs> what happened See, to my wife? this is why people need to test drive me. <laughs> I might not be the personality they want. <laughs> that, that could go like two different ways. It was like, I was thinking, now am I going to get a text message from my wife going, yeah, I just got grabbed at Walmart. So I... <laughs> Or is it going to be my second degree black belt wife got grabbed at Walmart? And now she's in trouble. <laughs> so is the guy who tried to grab her. Well, like I said at the beginning, we had talked about not promoting us, but I think, like I said, this had to be done and I think it had to be talked about. And so uh, as your husband, congratulations on the legacy that you've created. And I'm really looking forward to experiencing what's going to come in the future. Me too. And I'm so excited about this final Balanobe concert. The young women have worked so incredibly hard. They're incredible young women, you know, and we talk about teenagers not having focus or not having discipline or, you know, just it's not the same as when I was growing up. These young women, they work so hard and they bring so much to the table. I'm just so proud of them. So if only to, you know, support the, the youth in our community, come out, hear them sing, come and see some familiar faces from years past. It's going to be a little bit of a homecoming. I'm sure there's going to be lots and lots and lots of tears from me, for sure. But, you know, to the community who have hired us for everything from Christmas caroling on the streets, up and down Brock Street in the businesses, Second Wedge often has invited us to sing there. Thank you for your support. Thank you to St. Andrew's Chalmers for giving us a musical home. Previously, thank you to Trinity for giving us a home, and I hope to see everybody at the concert. Thank you for doing everything that you've done, and what can I say? We're looking forward to a great concert June 4th, and we're looking forward to Northern Trail's vocal connection in the fall. Absolutely. So, Bella Nove, Sunday, June the 4th, 3 p.m. St. Andrews. Get your tickets now. Please welcome Bella Nove.
This has been a Capsule Broadcasting production. You know what? I think Ed Van Dyke is pretty enough.